episode of Conversations with Friends. My name is Barney and Angela. Welcome to the show. And we have two guests. We do. Some of my favorite people in the world. Um, Daniel and Rose. We like to introduce ourselves. Okay, so um, I'm Daniel. You're supposed to give like a... Yeah, my name is, my name is Daniel, yeah. So like... Um, um, what do you do? I'm a cool guy. I'm doing my... Currently doing my master's in corporate finance in Berlin. And, you know, trying to survive in the post-corona world and, you know, do my best. And on occasion, you spend your time dragging people on Twitter. I don't drag people on Twitter. I just speak my mind. I'm just okay. blunt. Yeah, that's how I am. Don't drag. It's not. It, it, no, it's, no. Not what I, it's not. There's no malice behind it. It's just like what it is. It just comes out. Like fun shit. Rosemi, let's discuss it. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Rosemi, and I cook for people. Also known yes. as Kitchen Bay. Kitchen Beyonce. Don't forget. Kitchen Beyonce. Is that <laughs> Kitchen, Kitchen Beyonce? Yes. Okay. Oh, well. Okay. That might be a mouthful, so you can just call me Kitch Bay. Oh, please. <laughs> Kitch Bay. Kitch Bay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, we had them. Hey, what is this? Um, we had them. We had Rotimi and Daniel to discuss. Because, like, the world is basically in crisis, in chaos. Now. <laughs> Like one after the other. Someone it's said like, that this year is giving us finale vibes. If it's not Corona, it's one thing or the other. Someone said it's giving us series finale vibes. Like, exactly. Series finale vibes. Actually. Yes. Actually. Like, this is the end. Everything just goes to shit. Everything goes to shit. Can I give us rooms? Why can I show us Edgy? Everything was like, going to shit. If they want to blow the trumpet, they should not do the trumpet once. Let's know. Exactly. It should, it should, they should blow trumpets quickly. Please let us know what we are doing. I beg. Please, mm. all this suspense. Ah, can't. It's too much. <laughs> because every time I hear like a new thing, I'm like, what the hell is going Not on? again. When I heard those those hornets, those giant hornets in America. Yes. Oh my God. I was. Or like, is it the locusts in East yeah. Africa? Yeah. Uh, they now have cannibal rats. So. Yes. In New sorry, York. What? Yes. They, about that. They, people are not throwing out their trash anymore, so they don't have food to eat. They're not eating. <laughs> it's in themselves that people. But I trash in New York. So uh, the rats are not coming to eat people because they're looking. Yeah, food. because they don't have food to eat. So they're coming to oh, eat people. That's the same. See, it be this how I was when I was reading wow. the article. I was like, <laughs> God, I think I've been tried. We have actually tried this life. What? I, I swear. Oh, do you know? Okay, did you hear about, I'll tell you uh, about corona legs, I mean, corona feet and corona fingers. Do you hear about that? I what the hell about those? that, but I didn't, okay. I didn't really. You know, like, they're saying that um, different people have different uh, symptoms, yeah. Yes, for symptoms. Corona. So, they were not showing on TV that some people had like red swollen feet as a result of having corona. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I read that. Um, well, red, purple, swollen feet are hands, yes. you see, because it's cutting off like circulation to those parts of the body, and I'm like. Do we know anything about this virus? Nobody knows. Just, like, just doing software updates anyhow, like <laughs> updating software, different Yo. things. I'm just learning as we go, basically. There's even one that I even saw that the guy 
went to do antibody tests. Yeah. He now found the antibodies in his bloodstream, but he never had, as in like, he, he had corona, he recovered, but he didn't show any symptoms. He didn't know that he had it, but his body yeah. apparently caught off the virus. Yes. So he had yes. it and was probably spreading it, he didn't know. Yes, because I was looking, I, before we even came online, I was reading, this is one for Real Housewives. She said, now, they, I think in America, they're giving out the antibody tests. So you can do it at home. Mm -hmm. So she, so like, all you need to do is like to do it. Like, the, antibody, the antibody test is obviously different from... Yes, different from... It shows you that if you've been exposed to corona, or, or if you've you had have, this, you have, like, your body has fought it off. Really? Yes. So basically, she said she had been exposed to corona before, and her body had fought it off. Then she was not fighting a new infection of it again. That's what the test showed. Basically. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple of people have... Um, come back and said that there has been a like a second wave of the the infection. Yes. It's almost like the cancer, like how you fight cancer for a bit, yes. you know, with radiotherapy and chemotherapy, and, and then you're fine for a bit, and then it comes back. Yeah, a couple of people have said that. So she said, like her body is basically fighting the disease. So she's okay. She can go out, but she can't. At least now she can't spread it. But my own was that that means it would have been her body and she would have spread it, and she did not know. Mm -hmm. Basically. Mm -hmm. Yes, prior to the time where her body successfully fought it off, the time yes. that she was a carrier or infected but asymptomatic, well, she was technically a carrier because that's what happens when you're a carrier. Yeah. You are infected, but you are not symptomatic. and you're Well, in some cases, you're not contagious, but corona is like straight contagious. So in, the, in all of those times where she didn't know and she didn't fall sick, she might, if she wasn't self-isolating, she might have actually come in contact with a couple of people and infected them and she didn't even know about it. And they would guess and not know where they got it from. Exactly. Because she it's was just saying that at least she's safe. I'm like, you're not safe to go out still. People are just going up and down. You don't know that's... Well, I mean, sidebar, what is happening, like, we had the opportunity of going out today and we saw that everywhere, everybody is out and about and doing, like, just, just like nothing happened. The only good thing, the only positive thing is a lot of people are wearing masks, but obviously there's nothing like social distancing because everybody is just what is that? running what is the social out, distancing? basically. <laughs> so See, so the, thing the numbers is, are rising. Yeah, it will rise. Like yeah. we haven't even gotten to the peak at all. Okay, so this is the thing. Um, since the lockdown started, right? I didn't go anywhere for a for a whole week, and then. After one week, I started easing myself back to the market gradually. And at some point, even till now, I feel like I'm the only person who is actually, like when I go out, I notice, I, I feel like I notice like I'm the only person who's actually taking precautions. And by precautions, I don't mean a mask. The reason everybody's wearing a mask is because there is a law that enforces mask wearing. But that's the only reason like people are Mm, see, let's 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 leave that one. That one is a sidebar. <laughs> That's a different chapter. <laughs> sidebar. See, do you get so um everybody goes around wearing a mask, right? And I feel like people do not understand that it is not just a mask. I, and you shouldn't even wear gloves as well, to be honest. Because mm -hmm. first off, gloves are single purpose. You're supposed to use them to do the thing that you want to do and dispose of them immediately yeah. after you're done with the thing that you want to do. It's not for you to wear like two, three hours while you touch your wallet, touch your they phone, touch your keys, touch the surface. Do you understand? Touch your glasses, oh my God. And then all of these things. And then you get back and you throw them away. 
you probably wash your hands, so your hands might be safe. But what happens to all of the surfaces that you touched when you got back? Your door handles, things that your you understand your glasses that you now take off. See, hey, my God, and it's just so. And I understand that you know places don't have um, very few establishments actually have you know the instant read thermometers and um, hand sanitizers with their security people at the at the entrance. So, uh, see, there's nothing that can carry me to a bank, nothing. Because I've seen crowds out the bank, and I'm like, what are you people doing? God, okay. So, in the whole so, so, four-week so lockdown bank. period, you could get money from an ATM. Why do you need to go inside? Yeah. Okay, what so now that's what, what what I assumed. What I assumed, and I get it. Yeah, what I assumed is the problem is. You know, initially when they told us all to stay at home for for the lockdown and everything, a lot of people would have incurred a lot of issues with their um, with their bank accounts and their banks and whatever. And so the first day or the first few days when they allowed everybody to go around, I think the issue was that a lot of people were trooping to the banks to go and handle the issues that they had incurred over time. But what the banks were doing was that they were allowing like i think only two or three people into the banking halls at a time so you would okay. have you would have and they didn't plan for outside it was only like maybe three days afterwards that you would see like a canopy and you see chairs and the chairs would just be like 10 and everybody else stand what they didn't plan for was that a lot of people will rush to the bank because i mean our generation we, we are like open to using um What's it called? Like apps and things like that. Yeah. What are you going to tell? What are you going to tell the market woman that is handling like maybe five hundred k or one million in her accounts for business and mm-hmm. she has not been able to access it the right way because there's a limit to whatever she can do. These are just instances, but I, I'm guessing that these are the reasons why the troops to the banks and why maybe they are still even trooping now. I don't. Care. But another thing is, it's not all branches that open. So you know, that that's that true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because every time if you check your email, your bank will send you like an email of the branches that are open for the week. Of the of the branches that are open. Yes. And the thing is, I understand all of these things. The island, they are they are all. But you don't go to island. Nothing happening on the island. There's also, like all the banks are empty on the island. Because that's the know, island. Because there's a huge crop of learned people on the island. But another thing is this. I feel another thing is this. Like you know, if you go to VI, because I think VI is mostly like a work. Place, so you will see at the bank. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel like that this whole thing like but a big banks. Because yeah, I think it is as well. Because um, I, well, Lekki Lekki is you know a mix of residential and um industrial. Yeah, and but, then in a way, the industrial areas are kind of bunched yes. up into one area. Do you yes. understand? VI is pretty much uh, almost entirely industrial. But you see, there really aren't many areas that are as strictly industrial as um those areas on the mainland for example the only areas in the care that are almost totally industrial are like mobility bank anthony or yeah. back and everybody everywhere else there's a house somewhere exactly do you understand so all these people and another thing is even when you try to make the excuse for the people that oh uh, i'm a market woman i'm not able to handle this money blah, 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 blah. let me tell you the truth the truth is these people just don't believe in it because the truth is if they actually did understand the level of threat that we are facing and the implications some of these people have learned children and you can't tell me shit like everybody 
have or some people have limited children or slightly exposed children. Do you know so they can say, okay, come Baba me walk in you, kini you show and they say, Oh, I'm making them put it on the speaker, let me hear. Do you understand? Like there there are times where almost everybody has had to deal with this type of thing from a parent or the other. It doesn't necessarily oh, yes. mean that they are illiterate. It just means that these it things, they, they are not conversant with it. Yes. So, and it's absolutely fine. But they want to, they, 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 uh, who, who said it? I think it was Anamdi or, or they, they, want, they want to go and shout on somebody's yeah. head. They don't want to go shout on somebody's head. I will close my account. Yes. Basically, because even, even with my mom, even with dealing with my mom, and this had nothing to do with the pandemic. Like, she would have issues with her account and i would tell her they have a number they have a call center call and she would tell me flat out that no she doesn't feel like calling because she just feels that once she goes to the to the branch it will be sorted immediately they will resolve she has this thing, yeah. this thing so she has already internalized that if she's going to call or if she's going to send an email or anything it's not going to be treated immediately as mm -hmm. opposed to if she goes to the bank mm -hmm. so a lot of these people apart from being illiterate a lot of these people who are even literate they just have that you know, internal thing where it's like they need yeah, a face-to-face thing for, for issues to be dealt with. Even, even I'm like that to an extent because the bank I'm using is like it's strictly online. They don't have a physical presence in this city, right? Yeah. And before I use that account, I struggle with my spirit. I'm like, yeah. I need a bank that I can go to branch in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's if they move mad. Right, exactly. But then... I was won over because their um, their procedure was really easy to open an account because here you need to book an appointment to open an account. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, no, please. These ones were like pretty straightforward. I'm like, let me just close that account. And so far, it's been it's been so easy. Like, I, any I've had email, do online chat, and they resolve everything quickly. Because what I did, I, I use so, I use like I think GTB. we need to just get used to the idea. Uh, and then I use CDB, FCMB, and CUDA. So CUDA is the online one, yeah. Mm -hmm. FCMB is one I know that gives me Ohala. So what I made my mind, what I made up my mind was that during this period, I wasn't going to use them for anything. I didn't want a situation where my money will miss. I want to have to go to the bank. Okay, so but so that's for you that you have the options yes, of three yes accounts. Yes, now. What, no, what I did, I know. So what I did was I now did CUDA because CUDA is you can't normally can't go to the office. Yeah, so, it's a virtual. Yeah, uh, virtual bank. So you can go to the office. You can't do anything. And like, go send them my email. Like an hour, they answered you. Because they know that. Yeah. Because yeah. most of these other banks, yeah. like I call, I just call FCMB. Bad trust with their customers. That's it. So now I did this period because I, I don't like stress. I can't. The thought of going to a bank makes me want Nigerian to. Nigerian banks, to be honest, their online channels they don't inspire trust. At all. <laughs> yes, that's very they true. Do, they do your online channel hand constantly. Yes. Ordinary yes. transaction. Next thing, money I've dispensed, money I've got going. I'm like, what's why? So in this entire period, in this like uh, almost two month or a little over two month period, I've actually had a couple of issues, not not monumental. Um, there was one time I was trying to um stash away money into my piggy vest and the app was loading, 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 and it showed me error, but I got debited. So and woe betide me if I go to the bank. So I called and um, it was actually very surprising that I was answered pretty fast, and they oh, said oh, it was resolved. Even though GT Bank, oh, quite oh, GT was very fast to me. Uh, yeah. They were fast there, but I called for me. It's the the thing happened on the eleventh. Exactly, the thing happened on the eleventh. I called on the twelfth, 
and he told me it will take eight working days. Today is 30th. Eight working days have, have, eight working days have elapsed, right? No, no, no. So no, I, I called again. <laughs> I called call and I called again today to complain. And the guy was telling me that, oh, let him check it, check it. Well, he now said, oh, that the complaint has been lodged, but he now said the date the complaint was lodged was on the 17th. Can you imagine? So imagine I called so on the 12th. Yeah. For five days. Literally. See, in my own experience here, GT has never responded to any of my requests. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only reason why they, I even have my issues is because I have a friend that works in GT. I don't ping him. Hello, you cannot do anything again. You now saw me for me. Exactly. My mom always says, have somebody. Well, in me, I'm old school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll now boss uh, him. So he's the one that helps me to resolve my issues. PS failure, ATM withdrawal, everything. So he's basically your account officer. Exactly. exactly. Because if I call them, they will lie. Say it's working days. Yes. Yes. That's true. So annoying. So let's discuss quickly, like, uh -huh. you know, back on track, Charis. Yes. <laughs> let's get back on track. Exactly. So we all know what's happening in America now. Like America has been mm. moving wild since. Let's just say since the beginning of the year. America has been moving wild. Beginning of the year. In fact, this year has really. I mean, they have been moving mad usually in the past, but this year oh, from, from, from the guest group. This year's going to take the cake. Um, I think people mm -hmm. are just tired. Yes. So, but, but I feel like we all know, like, take it in stages. We'll take it in like, stages. <laughs> we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go step by step. So, we all know, like, the whole Black, Black Lives Matter mm. movement and everything. Yes, so. You know, from um, Trevor Martin. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. Well, is that, like, the new generation, like, the current generation of this Black Lives? Because, you know, they've been in. They've been like generations. Yeah, but I think like Chevamasi was like was, this, was one that was that broke this, this whole virtual. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What broke this whole virtual activism and everything? Yeah. Because I know in the past we've had like issues with black black people being killed, but I think with social media becoming popular and everything, this it has like blown up more. So uh, with um, Trevor Martin, Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, those are the names that were associated with the movements. Mostly, even and these, uh, these deaths happened what maybe five years ago, six years I ago. I think 2013, 15, oh, okay. 16. So, like, they were mm -hmm. spaced out, like, mm -hmm. but like in between all these deaths have been happening. Then, mm -hmm. I think this year, 2020, I think others have happened, but like, these are the ones that are popular. Breonna Taylor, she's a 26 year old woman, she was killed in where is she from? She's from Louisville, she was killed by three policemen. She was an EMC, like she's like all this. Uh, e what do you call it, Polo? All these people are in ambulances. Basically, what she uh, did. She's actually worked for the government. So three policemen undercover, like they were plain clothes policemen. They came into her house because they looking for a trap house. So you know what a trap house is now? Yeah. Like a drug house, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but the trap house in question is ten is ten house ten blocks down from her own house. Wow. So they just assumed that somebody was really selling drugs. It must have been that house or something. So they broke into her house and her boyfriend seemed like with a, with a no they call it a no knock warrant. They broke into the house and her boyfriend didn't know who they were now. And they were plain clothes policemen, they were not wearing their uniform. And they and he shot at one of them. Thinking that maybe they were yes. like robbers or something. So he shot they were burglars or something, yeah. Yeah. And they just had firing. So they killed her. But he didn't die, I think. Wow. Mm. So they even arrested him. For like manslaughter and uh, harming a police officer, and I think they released imagine him because of imagine you know, they now released him because of Corona, and the police people are now angry that they released him. But I think now the woman removed him from the room, like removed all the charges against him because of uh, self defense. 
And I was like, you broke into somebody's house. Killed, killed someone. Killed his girlfriend. But you don't think you are wrong. Mm. And nobody was charged for that. Nobody was charged. We now moved to Ahmad Aubrey. He was jogging. And he was attacked by two white men. I have to say, I stumbled upon, how I even knew about it, I stumbled upon, I think I was on whose page? Kiki's page. At yeah. night. And she was just mumbling. She does this thing sometimes where she's just her mumbling about stuff. And then I was like, what is this girl talking about? Then I go back and I literally see the video. Like, literally on the street. He's, he's literally jumping up and down, like Fighting trying to for dodge life. bullets from two guys. Yes. And then a third person is recording. Obviously, that person is just recording for... Oh, he was literally game. Exactly. But another thing is, literally. Yes. Because even, it's even good that we have that video on now. Because if we didn't have that video, Wahala, that boy would have just... It's a lot another statistic in the world. And that black man... Exactly. Like, and do you know that it's, it's when the video was released that they now started looking into the mother. Two yes. months later. Two, two months later. Two months after. Two months later. Because yeah, apparently his mom had been like, trying to guess people in, like, involved in this thing. And two DAs had checked in and said they were not going to prosecute those two men. So when this whole thing now became popular, that like, okay, they needed to prosecute these two men, they needed to arrest these two men. Instead of the media, the press, to focus on these two men that killed this black guy, their issue was that this guy had been arrested in 2017 for petty theft or bishop lifting or something. Something stupid. Something irrelevant. Significant. So me, I'm like, okay. What they always irritate people they do that wrong. Yes. Like, but they, they've, done, they've done it with because George Floyd now. They've, they've literally done it with George Floyd. Exactly. They, also, they have said that he was a pastor. So what? And your sexual proclivities are your business. What's your business? Even before even them, the girl that they shot, they were trying to also make her make it seem like too she was like um, yes. whatever that that she she left her job a year before. I was like, okay, so people can't just leave their jobs. But apparently she left the job because there were issues in the office. In the so office. You know what's that, that issue? So, what so my issue with this whole thing is this. Okay, they were talking about how Ahmad was like, he had been involved in like random stuff before. But I was like, these people that you had, what, these two wise men, why would you put the fact son. that, father and son, why would you put the fact that they were at KKK rallies? Okay. Why has nobody brought up that issue? But people are quick to go and investigate what the black person has done. But you haven't done exactly. what the white man has done. So like because the double standards so, um, are so glaring in the US, like it's just there. Yeah, you see the double yeah. standards shooting you, um, like oh. So, okay, so um, you know how a lot there, there's there's a way. That, um, it's I'm kind of digressing, but not really. So you know how um, every time Cardi B opens her mouth, people try to um. Just kind of shame her into shutting up, yes. yes. Yeah. But she's actually smart and she knows what she's doing. So the video of her that she put out, I think yesterday or so, yes. uh, she was talking about black healings and all of that. And she was trying to tell people that this is why people need to know that you have the power. The power to vote is not necessarily going to vote for the president. You need to vote for your DAs. You need yeah. to vote for your mayors. For your when you have, because the president doesn't solve all of these petty yes. issues. It is when it escalates into international media and it is mm. becoming something that tells generally on yeah. entire America as a whole. That's when the president says But these yeah. little things, there are so many issues that happen that never get to get the federal level. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. they, some of them never even get to the state level. They enter and the county. What, and what I'm finding out with, what I'm finding out with America now, even with 
um, corona and everything is that even if it gets out to the federal level, there is only so much they can do. Because even if exactly. the federal says one thing, the states can say another thing, and that's the end of it. Exactly. Especially so how it's, especially it's totally they different. don't have like a unite a uniform constitution yeah. across yeah. every state. Yeah. So because so the thing is she's trying to tell people that you people need to vote. Your DA, vote for your DA, vote for a black DA, vote for a black mayor. And the reason all of these things are happening is because of one thing and one thing only. The Caucasians are people that are the people that are holding the power. And the power doesn't necessarily just mean an elected office. The Caucasians are the people who are funding the economy. The Caucasians uh-huh. are the people who hold the largest um, amounts of wealth. So whatever happens, they can do everything within their power, which is pretty much everything to make sure that the narrative goes how they want it. And it is crazy because the more that we do not, um, the more that, the more, well, they, we, we are black, but you get the point. The more that the black people do not try to grab some of this power for themselves so they can control the narrative, this racism is only going to be ended virtually. It's only going to be ended on screen, but it's going to be their real life. And that's exactly what is happening. They swear that America is not racist, but it's as racist as fuck, because they will tell you for posturing, virtual posturing, that, oh, America is safe, blah, 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 land for all. It's not. It's racist to everybody that is not a Caucasian. It's racist to brown-skinned people, it's racist to black people, it's racist to Asian people. As long as you're not a regular, plain, Joe, boring Caucasian, you're a problem. You're a problem. That's true. Like, there are still places in America that you go to and they would escort you out because you are not yes. the same color as them in 2020. And I'm like, wow. And they call this place yes. the land of the free. Makes no sense to me. Because there are places in America that you never see. America is just... Land of the free that was built, land of the free that was built on 400, 401 years of slavery. Okay. Right. America, see, see I, don't, I, think, I think I love what has been happening in recent times in media about how America's bomb bomb so to speak as they open to the whole world because america <laughs> itself through its media through yeah. it as the best place in the world god's own country so it presents itself as aspirational other people want to mm-hmm. be like america not anymore not exactly. anymore because of how the rot in their system has been exposed to the whole world exactly through social media Oh yes, that system actually rotting and it's just cosmetic and it just shows the whole yeah. world. And yeah. I love it. I have to <laughs> because America for what it really is. Yes. Because on, online they were saying it's like the worst PR whatever that America has had. They never had this like some bad PR before. I mean they've when, had when you have an idiot at the helm, what this has been very bad because yeah. like you are seeing like the fact that we could see, I think we've seen like all these deaths happening before, but like the fact that we could see is live. And I think another thing, life. sorry, I think, I think the reason, I think the reason it is, well, yes, life, right? But I also think that reason it is more glaring now or it is um, less ignorable is because in some places, two weeks ago, a week ago, there are white people protesting. Yes. Armed to the teeth to go to the salon to cut their hair. But and then all of this is on video. But a black person is going about their business, on probably arms. doing absolutely nothing, and they are being killed. And then other black people are protesting, protesting the right to life. Calling national guard as per. Do you understand? And your idiot, like, and and then the idiot president is actually threatening to kill his own citizens. Yes, on that you, you know. Yeah. So, so do you understand? This issue, this issue is has been has been worsened with Trump's presidency. I mean, it's yeah. always been. There, we know this, but yeah. Trump has emboldened a lot of 
Are you know the thing? You know the thing we do not be in power across the globe, not even in America. Exactly. Even in Germany now, not seeing Nazi meetings, but they're yeah. being like shut down. But this never happened until Trump because even that even that um, Confederate flag. President of this country that is aspirational. Yeah. We can also do what we want to do. It's just both. because even that Confederate flag. I mean, I know that some people like mm-hmm. hoist the Confederate flag in their houses. But in recent times, people like put it on their car, put it on their car, and be driving. Yes, they put yeah. it in mm-hmm. their front lawn of their house. The thing with you know, it's not as if when Obama was in power, racists were not there. They were calm. No, no they, were, they were keeping calm. They were not calm. They were, they were calmer than what they are now. They were not. They didn't have this liver to be. They didn't, exactly. They didn't have this liver yeah. because they knew that there is nobody that is going to really side them. Now they have somebody in power that is like, as you like, run, run, and walk. Sorry. He has legitimized that misbehavior. Exactly. It like, okay. so they are coming out. How can can mm-hmm. you imagine somebody putting your leg? I don't care who you are. You are putting your your, your knee, knee on somebody's, somebody's neck, neck for nine minutes. For nine minutes, and even after the person was dead, your knee was still there on his neck. And you people have worked together before. Show you heard of that? They, they sort of have worked. They worked in the same place for a year as security. Did you see that in the news? Even if even if you don't know this person from actually, from anywhere, even if you don't know this person from you Adam, do you know? Do you know something? You've never seen this person if, before. If, the fact this person is human means they have the right to look. And you know the wild thing? They recently, they recently caught us one, one white okay. nuisance. Now. That killed two people and led the police on a six-day chase on a white nuisance okay. that murdered two people, kidnapped a third person, led the police on a six-day chase okay. before they finally caught him. And guess what? He was captured peacefully. How convenient! Peacefully, that sounds quite interesting. It's quite, quite white. No, it's, 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 it's like it's the same thing. No, it's quite white. I know, it's, it's, and it's the same thing because there are so many instances, and these instances have not changed. Okay, remember when they were do, when when um the school shootouts were a thing, and how many um times the peaceful captures of these white students or these white young boys, mm-hmm. what I mean on social media was equated to how um black people get shot for what pulling a stop sign. There was a video yesterday or so, some popular-ish comedian, and he was ranting because he missed a stop sign or he missed a turn sign. And then the police officer came to the car with, with his gun drawn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why the fuck are you doing that? Why are you coming to me with a gun drawn? Because I missed a stop sign? Yeah. You don't think I have a wife and kids that I need to go back home to? Mm-hmm. Yes, your job is dangerous. You and, you your job is dangerous. and do you understand? I like your job is just and I respect the fact that your job is dangerous. But the fact once you draw your gun for no damn reason, you lose your resources out of the window mm-hmm. because there is no reason for you to draw your gun. The only reason you drew your gun is because I'm black and you thought I was going to be. Oh, hey, let's be happy. Let's kill another black man today. And that's the sad reality of everybody. Some someone someone posted a tweet and said that her granny was watching it on TV. And the granny said, and I quote, oh, they're gassing these babies like they used to gas us. And, that, and our granny's what? Okay. Over 70, that was what, 60, 70 I mean, years ago. Sad, the way this rubbish has persisted through generations, and it's just like, my own problem is like, okay, so what exactly have black people done across the globe that everybody like, just hates dark skin? Like, because you know, know that, right? I remember when I was in, when I was in, when I was in the Midlands, 
I remember, like, I because I mean, even before I went to England, like when I had been to England normally, I had never thought about racism before because I was like 1600 times I went. I didn't think of anything. So I think when I was 17, I was on the road with my mom. And somebody, I was, and my mom was crossing. I was just standing with my mom to cross. I remember somebody just said, somebody tapped me on my chest. And he was like, yo, 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 you're in the road, nigga. And I didn't think anything about this. He's a wise man. I didn't think anything about it. I just saw my mom run across. She didn't even care like how she run and she was screaming. Because she heard him call me nigger and she was ready to fight. And she told me that nobody should ever call you that word. That was the first time. Then I remember when I was like, when I had gone for my master's, and I remember my friend told me that when you are here, let's forget, you think it's only America that this happens, even in England, they will treat you like second hand because to them you're not white. So don't ever be afraid to call them out on their rubbish. And I always use the example because I remember one time, we were three Africans in my flats, and it was a school-owned flat. And I, I remember saying, I need a bigger fridge, because it was this tiny fridge. And I was like, how are three grown men going to use this tiny fridge? What are we going to store in this? Because once one person buys stuff, I put it inside, that is the end, nobody can put anything again. So I went to ask the student affairs people, I was like, okay, we need a bigger fridge in our flats. Is that possible? And they were like, no, we have to manage what we had. I was like, okay, fine, and I left. So one day I was taking a stroll, and I saw like one of the kitchens like on our building was open. Like I just saw like from outside. And I saw like these humongous, those two door fridges. And I was like, eh? <laughs> so trust me, I'm like, I went to go ask. I said, sorry, did you buy this fridge? They said, no, they asked for a bigger fridge and they gave them. I said, when did you ask? Oh. Said, we asked yesterday. I was like, oh, for real? Okay. The next day I went and I asked again. I was like, I want to understand why you didn't give me a bigger fridge when I asked for a fridge. The lady said, I told you. I said, no. But in flat 13, flat 5 and flat 6, they have these fridges. I want to know why you aren't giving me a new fridge. Is it because I'm black? Mm. Because this white people... Oh, it's not like that. No, no, it's not like it's that. Like, no, 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 no. I said, okay, but you gave the white boys who asked you yesterday for a fridge. But I came to ask you for a fridge, but you didn't give me why. I'd like to understand why. Quick, quick. She said, oh, eh, let her get somebody's attention. I said, no, you have to answer me because you were the one that told me. Uh-huh. But you didn't have to give someone's attention to the day before. So why are we not, why are you going back to me to another person? Answer my question. So I, I, I thought that I even said this straight because they knew that I was not the one to play to it. The second time they tried me is when they got some people to move myself. I was not in the house of my flat too. I was in class. They got the cleaners to move myself out of my flat. They said I was owing rents. Whereas I paid for the whole year. I went and I asked them, you know what we're going to do? I went to call them my embassy. And we'll sort this house because you will refund me the money you, that I have paid. But I was still staying in this school because I want to understand why you guys touch my stuff. But I, don't, I, I can't even say that, oh, everybody has to be aggressive with white people because uh, people that have been aggressive. Oh, no. See what I because say. before, I used to think that um, black people over there, the, or African Americans, they were a bit too much. They were aggressive. Don't do this. Don't touch about this. Like if you do cornrows or whatever, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I was like, guys, why are you fighting? I mean, internally, it's not as if I was putting it out anywhere because your struggle is not my struggle. But the thing is, I wish mm-hmm. to feel like, why are they like carrying on years and years of things that happened to their forefathers? But with what I've seen in the past couple of years, I'm like, it's not the aggression is not enough. It has to be you don't like that's the reason. The reason is because it has like our music, don't like yes. our hairstyles, don't like our clothes, 
don't like anything from us. Let don't us like our, it's let different. Us it helping us to make our situation better. You can't like our hairstyle. Exactly. And it's, and you it's are oppressing us. You can't no, like the hairstyle. So the reason it's actually very annoying is not really just only because, you know, there has been generations of systemic oppression and all of that. It's because there is still oppression. If oppression. That, the oppression was <laughs> no longer there, we are now on equal footing and everybody has an equal chance at life and nobody has any reason to be afraid of their life because they're around the Caucasian. It's, it's entirely different. But you cannot be systemically oppressing us for things mm-hmm. that inherently make us who we are and then you now decide to nitpick the things that you think would look good on you mm-hmm. and then try to gentrify it. It doesn't work that way. That's not how it's going to happen. Because if you are going to damage the collective psyche of a group of people, leave them as damaged and let them sort themselves out. Don't damage them and then decide to nitpick one or two things about their culture culture or their existence, but erase the fact that they're humans and need and have the rights to basic human life, have the same rights that you do, and then try to pick one or two things that you think would make you look nice or you think that would make you look more attractive. So it's, and that's why, uh, that, and that's another reason why a lot of people actually drag the Kardashians. I mean, it's yeah. understandable because the, the Kardashians are, the Kardashians want to die on top black men because they love black men. So that's number black one. Black culture and black culture black men. aesthetics. Black Everything actually. Yeah, they love even black their, men. Yeah, the work that they do on themselves is towards this black adjacent, bigger heels, yes. bigger skin, you know. Yes, fuller lips. Do you understand? Darker skin. But, all of these things. And then you are watching. You want to um, say that oh, the Kardashians are not Caucasian, so it's a bit misplaced yeah. when people come for them. They are no, to be no, Let's be real. They are Caucasian as they Do you understand? As Caucasian as they get. Um, you being from Armenia doesn't Armenians are white, please. From this is exactly like it's like it's like white, shiny white. This is exactly what I'm saying. This is no, but the thing is, you understand? You can't even enjoy white privilege, even a bit. Then you don't factor in the situation because the Kardashian still, they still, no matter what, no matter how Middle Eastern or people of color they can see they are, they still enjoy white privilege for a bit. So my issue with them is always that. When these issues mm-hmm. happen, like now, this period now, people people have been saying, "Oh, that if your white friends are not supporting this, if your white friends are not talking about this issue, your white friends are not donating, then it's a problem." And my thing is this: like now, there's something about yeah. read the room, and uh, what we're we talking about, thing, like told, when you are being tone deaf, mm. because see now, we're in a situation where America is basically upside down. Kim posted on IG. They posted on Twitter once. They went back talking about skims and her makeup line. The other one, if it, another thing, <laughs> um, Chloe hasn't said anything since. But if you talk about how Tristan is cheating on her, or talk about Jordan, Jordan Woods, she, will be she there. Rise up, Kylie. Only came out about. She said Kylie talked about the thing. But what, what they don't know is they think that they are. Kylie said anything. She did not. She only did something once. What she's talking did. about is how Forbes remoted yeah. from billionaire. And what she doesn't do. Whatever she had said about this whole black lives thing. Will, will be erased because the only thing anybody will see will be she's talking about Forbes. That is the thing. She made like but, more than five tweets about that Forbes. About that issue. Yeah. So you say you don't care. Like the thing is, would this have been be- would it have been more appropriate if she didn't say anything about the Forbes thing and continued yes. about? Because yeah, because that's just no, let's, yes. let's, let's be fair. Think about it. There is a global there is a global issue happening. 
there is a national Kylie issue. has a half black child for a black man. I understand. She so needs it, to be involved. It is yes, it is personal. But I'm like, she could have their money shields them. Their money shields them for the most part. It does not. The it reality, does not. no, no, it does not. No, that's what I said for the most part. Their money. That's what I said for the most part. You can have money, you can have the most money part. But a, a black man, will say, a white man will say a nigga, they don't really care. Oh, you mean, See, oh, are you trying to say that they bought their, they bought their no, money? No, that's that the money will save their children or whatever. Not necessarily. Black is black. <laughs> yes, I get it. But I'm saying it's like see, see what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the children are exempt from racism. Oh, what I'm saying say, like house nigger and field nigger. True, true. But what I'm saying is the ch- the fact that the children are black would very, very open them to racism. Yeah. What I'm saying is that the fact that they have money means that less and less of their children are going to be exposed to situations where they can be racist. They will be exposed to those situations. But the fact that they have money is going to reduce the amount of exposure that they have. Example, how many times are you going to see, how many times is Tony going to go to a regular school? Do you understand? Where they're going to be white people calling her nigger. And who said that they 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 prep school that they don't have racism? They do. It's even worse. It's worse there. It's worse there. They do. They do. They do, but I isn't on and this is if you homeschool. go to a store, if you go to a, like a high end store, they, they had it back then, they still have it up till now. Literally, I was I was watching one celebrity on social media when the person was like, he literally goes into the store and he's extra polite and he cracks jokes so that they are comfortable enough that they don't think that he's going to steal something so that he can comfortably yeah. and go away. That's that's like one, one of my one of my friends, like one of my friends during the winter, right? He usually walks around without his hood up, and I'm like, why? He's like, ah, so that they will not think he's being threatening or something. Me, I will wear my hood up. Well, enter the train, my hood up. What? I'm a thief. Come and beat me. All of you are mad. They say they wanted to see his face, and like I said, no, please. I did not seen the other way because they are carrying their hood of this cold. They're not dying. Me, I'm cold. I'm wearing my hood, wearing my hat. I'm covering everything well. They should not see my face. They don't need to see my face for anything. Me, I don't send anybody message. So all those things, it's just really, really tiring, to be honest. And then what do you guys think of this one drop rule thing that the US has? Like if you're half black, quarter black, like how much racism are you exposed to with the less Blackness in your blood. Their own is a different uh, dimension, because it's it's like the black people don't. It allows. It gives people the 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 right to use the N word, which empowers racism, right? So someone says the N word, they're like, ah, yeah, well, they know actually my grandfather is half black. Uh, 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 Those kinds of uh, uh, things. I don't don't agree with that one. I don't agree with that one. I don't agree with that one. See. I always feel people it. Do it no, but people do it. People do it. Even Cardi B says it's not even like really like both her parents are biracial. I don't even know how much black she has. No, the thing is, I think she's definitely from. I'm not from the Jamaican Republic, and I think her father is from Barbados, so I can't remember the thing. But people are always saying she's not allowed to say um, nigger. She's Latina. She's 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 biracial, but I don't know how. I mean, she has the black nose. Because she's Latina, she shouldn't be. Yeah, I think she's more Latina, Afro Latina. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, really. I don't know. But I, I don't know. Yeah. 
I think like and I mean she does have black hair. She has black natural yes. hair and yes. black so I guess she's black. But someone like Doja Cat, she can pass for white if she wants to. I don't know why. Not Doja Cat has come out. It has come out. Mariah Carey is basically white. that has been going on with Doja Cat. Mariah Carey is basically white. Exactly. I was going to come to that. I was going to come to that. I did not know until like. I think it was Mariah Carey is black. She's quiet because she doesn't care. Mariah looks. Mariah can pass for it. I didn't know that she was black. She's white. She's white. She's white. Yeah, I like the last decade that I was black when I found out that I was black where how I was black where 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 I Diola Boyadeko, but here's the wild part. Diola and all his siblings are basically Caucasian. Literally Caucasian. I met him in Unilag um, almost a decade ago, a little over a decade, a decade ago. And we got talking, and I was like, oh, so what's your name? And I was like, Diola. And I laughed. And I'm like, ha ha ha, very funny. So what's your name? And he goes, my name is Diola. And I laughed again. And I was like, what were you expecting, John Smith? And I'm like, well, yes. I guess. Because <laughs> you look like a Caucasian. You don't look like you have an ounce of black blood. But their father is full Nigerian. Their father is a full Yoruba man. Full on Yoruba man. But none of them look like they have an ounce of Caucasian in them. Even Diola's son, whose mother is a full black Yoruba girl, looks more Caucasian than black. So in such a situation now, in such a situation, if Diola, I mean, Diola technically has the right to say nigger because he's black, he's African. But on first glance, Diola says nigga, you're going to want to eat him alive because he literally looks like mm-hmm. he, he had to show me he had to show me his ID card before I believed him. He had to show me he literally brought out his ID card and I was like, oh, oh, I never so actually Diola. Ever had Mariah say nigga? Mariah has kept mute. Nick Cannon has gone to the front lines. Exactly. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Okay. Mariah, see, Mariah actually excludes herself from this discussion. So I don't she does. The time she does. She does. actually said anything about it. Can you really blame her? I can't remember such a time as well. But she gets a pass. So that's the thing, Mariah Carey. She gets a pass for doing the bare minimum or nothing at all. Like the, the clapping saga with um, Priyanka that she was clapping. They shredded her life. Why is she clapping? Open your purse. The health workers did more than your applause. Ah. Maria does the same thing. And I'm like, oh, clapping queen, queen of bed. I'm like, I'm like, no, you guys, no, you can't, you can't do this. This is double, <laughs> this is not fair. Okay, fine. You don't like Priyanka. It's okay. But like Maria, like, why are you allowed to just clap? Like, oh, Maria is so caring. She's clapping for them. I'm like, but Priyanka clapped and you wanted to kill her. So how come Maria's clap is now okay? And how come Maria's silence now is not being called out? I think for people like Mariah, it's um, it's a slippery slope because it's like, what do I do? She's a I am legend, untouchable. Not even forgetting the fact that she has like her legendary status. I'm just talking of her in terms of race. Like okay. when things like this happen, it's like I belong to both sides of of the discussion, and obviously one side is oppressing the other. Yeah. How do I how do I attack or how do I enter the situation where it's like I'm not being um what's it called i'm not being wrong politically or in whatever sense and 
everybody doesn't no, neither side feel like as if I'm overstepped. Do you get it? Like a, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's like a confusing place to be in. I guess. Well, anyway. So I, like, I understand that, right? I understand. Like, I, I understand that. Even Taylor Swift, she has to made a stand, and she's a full-blown blue-eyed Caucasian. So I don't know what other sort of excuses are. To be honest, do you understand? That's my thing. So my, my, the thing is, what I'm even trying, what I think is that you don't even need to, because um, when people say, you know, Black Lives Matter, whatnot, um. The driving force behind it is the fact that you need to understand that these people are basically humans. And because they are human, they deserve the right to life. They deserve the right to freedom. So whether you are one drop white or one drop black, or you are on the fence like Mariah Carey or you are silent, you do not need to be black to realize or understand that these lives actually matter because they are humans. They have the right mm-hmm. to live. They have the, exactly. So you need to be black to understand it. I'm upset because I'm black. I mean, I clearly cannot um, <clears throat> put myself in African-American shoes, but I understand it because I'm black. And I know <laughs> what it feels like to be um, discriminated against for one reason or the other. Let's not even talk about the color of your skin. You know, I know what it feels like to be discriminated for one reason reason or the other so whenever you find people who are sitting on the fence or being dodgy about it it just really honestly tells the type of person that they are it tells what side they lean exactly. to because if you're being honest you do not need to be black to understand what black people exactly. are fighting for it's just how you don't need to be a woman to understand what feminism mm-hmm. is you don't need to be a woman to understand why women are fighting for what they're fighting for and that's really the simple thing if you understand the importance of basic human rights and you understand the quality of everybody or the quality everybody should have you don't need to be a certain race or a certain gender to understand that genders or that racist mm-hmm. plight to be honest simple yeah. you know and I, I think that these things are still an issue in the u.s because they have failed to address their history you know i, I tweeted something about this yesterday or day before about how G- germany has not allowed itself to forget what they did. So at every point in time, they always do remember, okay, yes, so this year, 50 years ago, we killed this amount of people and we are sorry. So they keep reminding themselves, okay, yes, at a certain point in our history, we, we committed a genocide against a certain race of people and they keep educating themselves about why it is wrong. There is a course in school about um, this Aryan whatever, Aryan's mindset about being being the true race of human. So there's a course about that, that in their school. So they learn about it in schools, about how it was wrong and why that mindset is wrong. So even in their laws, these things are punishable. Like, you cannot use the N-word in public. If someone should call me a nigger, I go to the police and I say, he called me a nigger, he's going to court, he's going to be fined. I go to jail if he has a, if he has a bad lawyer, to be honest. So these things are frowned upon heavily and there are so many reparations for jewish people here they have like once you're a jew you get like almost automatic citizenship or something so they like like they are aware of their history and they keep reminding themselves about it yes there's racism yes there's anti-semitism but it is not in the system i mean like it's not encouraged like it's an obvious bad thing. So if you are called out or reported for that, they strike down on you heavily. But in the US, unlike in the America, where Caucasians know that as long as they can open their mouth and say 
I'm being threatened by a black because person. Because they have not addressed Let this that history that they have. Dead. They have a history of slavery. They have a history of Jim Crow. They have not addressed this and the wrong it has done to this mm -hmm. set of people. Instead, mm -hmm. they have whitewashed this, pushed under the carpet. So exactly. Now, so now people are being born as Caucasians and they are not aware that my ancestor did this. But the ancestors of the offended people are telling their children this is what happened. So when you're now saying that, oh, your ancestors did this to me, they're like, when, how, why? Yeah, but they're this lying. Is, yeah. this is my issue. This is my issue. This is my issue with the new ones that are being born. Fine, they're not being educated on the slavery and the history behind that. Who is now teaching them that uh, whites is supreme. They are racist, racist, wi racist white parents. They are racist white parents. That's who's teaching them. The racist white parents are the ones that are teaching them. It's, it's as simple as ABC because it's like you saying, okay, example now, every African-American that is born, that will be born, will never forget about it because their parents still tell them. Those uh -huh. whose parents never experienced, I mean, there are one or two people whose um, parents or grandparents never really experienced it personally, but they all knew somebody that experienced it. It's like, it's like it's, you know, it's, it's, an example is the Biafran War. Uh -huh. You know, there are Igbo people who were never involved in that, never experienced it, but they know somebody that experienced it. And because they know somebody that they experienced it, they don't have a distant, um, they don't have a distant view on it. It kind of feels personal to them. That's how every black or every um, dark-skinned child that is born and that will be born in America, even up to the next 100 years, they would know about it, they would be told about it. And that's because the black parents want to keep on passing, number one, their history, and number two, trying to make a change by changing the thinking of their own children. The difference is that the white people are doing the same thing, but they are not changing the thinking of their children. They are encouraging or they are fostering yeah the uh, supremacy ideas mm -hmm. that they had or that they secretly harbor. And when, most of the time, when people say um, these things on Twitter or you know, on any social media platform, that you don't really need to be afraid of the openly racist person, is that liberal that you need to be afraid of? It is so painfully true because a lot of the time, it's the people that you smile with, it's the people that you don't feel threatened by that will end up being your undoing. It's the Caucasians yes. that you don't feel threatened by that will end up being your undoing. The typical example is, 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 um, is this Floyd fellow because I can guarantee you that maybe at some point in time in his life because he felt like he worked with the murderer because people have been trying to not to call him that he's a murderer. Because he worked with the murderer, you know, he might feel some type of thing. But in this murderer who you felt like might feel some type of way or might feel some type of relation with you, murdered you in cold blood. Mm -hmm. So imagine so what the this person would do. Do you understand? Imagine what he would do to side, a stranger, somebody that he doesn't even know. Sidebar, how funny is it that, um, you know, in rap culture and in hip-hop, they usually talk about fuck the police, fuck the police. Now that all these things are going on, we've not had any rappers. All they've anything. done, all these rappers have done is like post the guy's picture on the IG. It's not about posting your picture on IG. It's I, about I talking. Guess, I get that because it's, it's not that. about posting your picture. It's yes, I understand. Nikana was on the front lines and T.I. I think this guy, Ice, no, this guy, um, Ice, Ice T. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I see. Yeah. And then a couple of days ago, Denzel actually stopped the shooting of a black man from like cops. Yeah, so there are a couple of people that do something. Yeah. I saw a tweet as well. I actually saw a tweet um, earlier, maybe yesterday or today. 
And it was maybe, I think it was from Alisa Ashley or so. And she said, they're non-black makeup, makeup artists. Yeah. Yes, we understand that, you know, we keep on asking for you to join us. But painting, I can't breathe on your face is not joining us. Painting, I can't breathe on your face is really not doing anything. The bare minimum, to be honest. And that's the truth. Is it, you see, it's, I don't even know what to call it. Is, is that not how it was? <laughs> John, it's, it's under the bare minimum because, yes, I understand that you are trying to say something, but you're actually not saying anything. Yeah. Because if you cannot open your mouth to, number one, speak to your friends or yeah. speak to the people in power like, or exert um, whatever... Did you see what Joe Biden tweeted? Have. This is what he said. He just said, enough. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, oh my God. God. That is so inspirational. Enough. I'm like, wow. So inspiring. Oh, my God. I the mean, power. So powerful. <laughs> and then um, Madonna posted a video of her song. Madonna posted no, a video of her like, song. Like, dancing. Like, oh, my, my, my son is dancing to honor Jesus. I'm sorry. She was and I'm like, like oh, what was what the fuck for my team? See, uh, Madonna is... <laughs> Classified as one of those old people that are, uh, what's it, what's it called? Undef. Not to be a new queen. They should leave people like Madonna alone. She has actually fought for people in the past. She's mm. another stage in her life. <laughs> See, I understand. I understand, but. That's the past. Right. We are now. We are here now. We're really living is, in the I now. mean, Joe Biden was almost a presidential candidate. And this is all he can say, enough. I was like, wow. Where is Hillary Clinton? Enough. Where, where is she? I was beginning to look at where the... Where is Hillary Like, oh, what are, what are these people actually doing? Like, I wouldn't hear anything from them. What they, what they do is that they do something behind. Like, Jay-Z will get lawyers and... Like, that's actually good. Uh, they don't, actually they don't really good. like to know what they are doing. So when I saw her video today, see, I was like, see, oh. see, see. Because when people do the behind, you know, you know <laughs> I hope people know that. So the thing is, you don't always have to come and do something on yeah, social media, true. for example. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But when you're actually doing something, you're the, the, your actions yeah, will filter into the internet. Okay, typical, yeah. exactly. typical example. Exactly. Do you understand? So a typical example. Um, Every time people are going to, so I feel like people are going to always track for a couple of reasons, but never because of the things that she has done. They're going to drag her because you know even people are going to see so so the Do you know? So the round thing that he did, they're like. Uh, exactly, exactly. Meanwhile, Kim, Kim has done more than the average yeah. Caucasian has ever done Please, for white people. Even the average Caucasians that claim that they are pro-black. She has done more than those people. Whether she has done it in public eye or in private eye, she has done something. And that's the part that's important. But the thing is, the truth is there are people that actually do the example now. Beyonce and Jay-Z, they don't come out and put it on their website or put it on, you do a video that, oh, we're doing this for that, but we know, we know. So when your actions actually have results or when your actions are doing something, one way or the other, people are going to find out. It is not by clapping by your balcony and it's not by opening, putting, doing a video. It's not by doing a video and saying we need to end racism. No, take that your voice that is in that your video. Take it to a political open space. Your pod, Take it to an office yeah. of power. Yeah, this will be your purse. Your purse. 
<laughs> no, I mean, yes, I love that phrase to be honest. Because black lawyers that are going to fight for black people need mm -hmm. to feed, they need to get paid, they need yeah. to file documents, they need the money. And if they use all of their own money, I mean, come on, they are not, I mean, in as much as they are being charitable, they are not a charity mm -hmm. organization. So open your purse, support movement. You know, you can, you, you know, funny thing is, you can, might, you might as well actually keep mute, not say a word, and donate what one million of your multiple million dollar net worth, and people would know that you are doing something. People would actually respect that you are doing something. Law firm to the places where yes. where the issues are, yes. and go and defend those yes. people on the sidelines. Yes. I'll be on the front See, so I was thinking about this thing earlier today when I was having a bath. And I was thinking, and I was thinking to myself, how can this change? And the truth is, if I'm being honest, the only way it can change is for the black people to seize power. And by seize power, I don't mean, um, you know, burn down the police or um, police precincts, burn down the mayor's office. That's not the type of power you need to seize because no matter what happens, as long as the majority of the lawmakers and the majority of the wealth controllers and economic financiers are white, then you don't have power. So um, I saw a, a tweet or you know, a picture somewhere of an all-black firm, and it's not a shoddy black firm. It's not as big as the biggest black firms, right? It's not as big as the biggest law firms, but it's an all-black law firm, and they strictly take black people's cases those are types of things it's going to take a while i wish i wish you know black people had realized this sooner but the only way to do it is to number one generate wealth it's very hard but there are people that are generating wealth mm -hmm. and your wealth doesn't have to be politically gotten right for you to make that type of impact that black owned businesses that black people need to support by yeah. the time you generate wealth wealth will open the door into power for black okay. people once there's a black person in the seat of power not president obama who is as a, is a having a seat on the table so it's it's how this conversation is how this conversation goes where people are saying oh you know no matter how good your work is if there's nobody talking for you or fighting for you or bringing your name up at the seat of of, of power you are never really going to come up to be honest because yeah. other people who are more mediocre but have somebody there arguing exactly. for them bringing and it applies to every and you'll be pressed and that's it it applies to every facet of life. That's exactly what needs to happen. So if there are, what, 600 congressmen in America, and out of the 600 congressmen, 60 are black. I mean, 60 is a lot, right? But it is nothing compared to the 540 congressmen. Exactly. But if, if you had 300 congressmen that were black and 300 congressmen that were white, you would find out that it would be difficult still because... There's nobody, whether race or animal or whatever, that would have power and that will really willingly relinquish that power. But mm -hmm. it will be better than now because yeah. there are black people that are going to fight for laws that will not harm black people. That's and really also, about it. Africa needs to get its act together because... Africa is the ghetto, I'm sorry. Let me tell something. Africa is the ghetto. No, because if there is region that is doing well for itself, this impression that the world seems to have of Africa would not be, like yeah. if all like a Nigeria, if an SA, if a Ghana, you know, if a Kenya, if like at least four of them were like capsules of industry, championing exports and like doing well, True. it would be this stereotype of, oh, we are black, I am from this poor African mm -hmm. continent. 
But I'm sorry to say Africa is not going to get better anytime soon. Yeah, that's the truth. I'm sorry to say Africa is not going to get better anytime exactly soon. Because let's, 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 let's even go, let's, let's not even go as far as Africa, right? Let's try to keep it to just Nigeria, since we're all Nigerians. Nigeria is not going to get better anytime soon. And it okay. is not... And I think of Nigeria has like a deep depression. And the funny thing is, the average Nigerian, the way the average Nigerian thinks is the way the, the average African thinks. So... Because number one, you are complaining about your leaders. Your leader is not a Chadian. Your leader is a Nigerian. That's number mm-hmm. one. So it's an elected official, right? Whether the election was plain and fair is a different thing. But it's an elected official that is Nigerian. That's number one. Number two is that the average Nigerian only complains about corruption when it's not directly benefiting them. Exactly. Once it is directly benefiting them, or even indirectly benefiting them, they turn a blind eye or they keep mute. And that's the truth about True. it. Typical example. Let's not even try to make something so complex like government. Day-to-day activities. Um, I'm going out and I go to ATM and I'm trying to use, you know, the ATM to withdraw some money. Some guy would come and use one scope or the other, or some person would come and use one scope or the other to jump the queue. Right? They will not go back home they will go back they will go back home and be happy with themselves that ah, I was a sharp guy today, I was a sharp guy today. But tomorrow, when they are on the queue and somebody else comes to jump the queue, they will be upset. They will be upset. And that, that, those, those, those are the problems. The collective psyche, oh my God, the collective psyche of is the collective psyche one, the lack of systems that hold people accountable to, because if oh my god, people accountable, that your psyche will adjust back to be. I'm telling yes. you, so like to be honest, yes. there's a lot of things that need to be done. Even the education as well. People are not learning shit in school. I'm sorry, people are not learning. They are, jack. They are using the nineteen twenty. Oh like my how, god, how is, is this important truth? to the global? The they are still doing that with short hand. In 2020, they are, still, they are still doing a ASDF colon LKG. I'm like, ah. Fam, oh my God. It's so Don't crazy. But you, you see the thing? It's the truth. It will never change. Nothing will change in this country. In fact, nothing will change in the world if change doesn't occur in, in education. Like when you are I'm teaching, telling you. Because if, if they can mm-hmm. internalize the fact that corruption is not normal, if they can mm-hmm. internalize the fact that, you know, I'm accountable for my actions. Yeah. A, plus, a plus D does not equal B. Do you understand? Things like mm-hmm. that, then it will change. If you're asking people to stop or to unlearn things that they've learned, it is harder than you just teaching them the right way to go right from the onset. Exactly. So I think that's the only way forward. Anyway. And, but if we're being honest, right? You wouldn't get to... people are but there's no there's no little yes. There's no flow. So this is the no, system, no, the system no. one, eh? Somebody will steal money with, so this with is, pride. Nothing will happen. This, this, see, that system's one. That system's one is going to take a long take time. A long time. The one that is actually the, the, the one that is actually the shortest route. So this is actually um each person trying to be responsible, as responsible as they can possibly be. That's actually the shortest route to it now because if you want to see systems, right, there's so much damage that has been done that needs to be undone first. Yeah. before um, we can actually build something sensible 
uh, a system that works. So there is so much corruption, so much damage that needs to be done. When you keep everything in your pocket, you have to not untangle the earpiece. You now say you want to, you want to untangle it. It's going to take a while. And the untangling, right? Other than the physical untangling process, um, there's also something that you need to talk. So the physical untangling process is like the outer is the outer thing. The surface mm-hmm. problem probably it's like saying, Oh, let us fix the system, and you put certain systems in place, but you don't change the people or the mentality of the people that control those systems yeah. don't change. Yeah. So you've yeah. solved an external problem, but there's still rot inside because the real core, the only way that we can go about it is just for each person to try as much as possible to be a sensible person, to be a decent person. And that's the, really the only way we can start. Because if we don't start from there, um, um, if we don't start from there, there's really nowhere to go. Because you want to put educational reform, you want to put social justice reform, you want to put all of these things, you put all these reforms on paper. Right, and you write a new constitution uh, in prison for doing absolutely nothing because they were raided. They have rights. Did anybody listen to them? No. Mm-hmm. So it's a commitment prayer now because they cannot do anything again. What has prayer done for Africa? Yeah, we can't pray against they were tired of praying. Saying, what are you praying about? Mm-hmm. Are, you praying, are you praying against yourself? Because what has what has prayer done? Prayer for action, if I am one being myself. Oh Lord, deliver me! And then next thing, God, let him strike you, bush, because you are doing yourself. So anyway. So anyhow, Shana, then let's round off. My God, my internet is shit. So initial question. Why? We're yanked out. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So I was saying, like, so why do why are black people? Why do they have a bad rep everywhere? Even in India, the caste system. Well, I don't know. I think that the whole caste system thing is like whiter the better, you know, the appear whiter. So I'm like, why is why is black considered the the um the bad thing? Is it cycle? Is it like inherent? Is it I think that's um, just one who became. But, no, but let me stop you there. Even within African communities, before colonialism, there has been a preference for lighter skin. Because yeah. these things don't. These things go back. I don't understand. I don't know how to put it. Now, the. the um, it, it, where it, it predates modern civilization. 
controlled every other thing that followed to suit their narrative. So it's how, it's how um, you know, our generation of black girls and black boys are learning that they are not ugly or their features are not ugly. Do you understand? Because the white people, since they're in power and they always want to remain in favorable light, have perpetrated a certain image of beauty and made that a standard. Yeah. Right? So they don't want to let go of the power that that holds. And that's just one aspect. Either it's in beauty or anything, to be honest. So because they've already gained their power, they don't want to let go of it. So them letting go of it means that they are actually relegating themselves. Or, well, and to be honest, it's imperative because black people are really just trying to be happy on their own, not oppress anybody while doing it. So I said, as I said before, once power is being held, it's actually very difficult to let go of that power. And that's what the white people are doing right now. And the black people are just trying, they're not even trying to take power from it, they're just trying to be fine and not oppressed. So exactly. this your question, the answer to your question really, I think, is how um it's really about how um whatever demographic of people came into power first and then from there started controlling the narrative. Yeah, so if, because of the internet, you didn't get this, you're listening. If the internet, my internet, my trash internet, you couldn't get what, was, what the question Daniel asked. Daniel was asking why um, black people are treated in a certain kind of way, even in India, in the caste system. So that's what Rosina was trying to explain. So, once again, I want to just say, never once again, thank you guys for coming on. <laughs> my favorite people in the world. You're welcome. Sweet potatoes. Thank you. <laughs> so before we go off, um, just tell everybody they can find you on Instagram or on IG or anywhere. And anything wants to promote Instagram, you can Instagram, IG, Instagram <laughs> Twitter, anywhere. So so just tell us if you want to promote anything, just promote it quickly. So we can so the people can know you guys. Well, I don't really want I want to follow me. If you, if you have sense, can follow me because I will drag you. <laughs> you can um, follow me on. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter if you want at e l underscore d a n zero n l e s. Don't ask what it means. It doesn't mean anything. Same for IG too. And um, you can find me on Twitter at rotini alabi underscore. Um, but preferably follow my business page, Shero. Yeah, to be precise. Yeah. Um, same with IG. Don't come and don't go, don't come and look for me. Come and look for my food and pay me your money while you're at it. And it's good because you're never gonna food. regret it. I miss a I miss a gig, I miss a gig, a gig club sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. So much. I don't have open. I can't even be ready. This yeah. See, if you haven't, if you don't know anything about this, recipes a gig club sandwiches. You see, his lasagna is ah. Uh, it's is tough for rich people, you know. I mean, you can afford this if you have money, but <laughs> if you have money, yes. Yes, call him up, message him. He doesn't like Rosemary can cook anything. So I, I call I call Rosemary at all. I remember really liking his yes, jollof rice is amazing. Yeah. So like I always call Rosemary to be loving. Thank you. Rosemary always has a basic Actually, yes. 
It's always the night that we order. You always call you. You've never ordered drinks. I think I've eaten in the dream. In, 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 yeah, I wrote in this one before. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah like yeah. <laughs> I, I think in the dream I ate sort of. I, I ate. Um, and you enjoyed it, right? Something is it well? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even care if it was maybe like your spirit so and they're both single so you can mm. message them if you, are, if you have common sense yeah and money because i'm materialistic yes that's, because that's, what's that's, that's yes. what doesn't like poor people so um, am i single though uh, daniel that one is used to us we can't daniel. <laughs> I mean, there are always options, Shab. But if you want to join Q, feel free. You know, I'll, energy. I'll, 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 you have to have a passport. So Daniel lives abroad. Oh yes, actually. I prefer I mean, a passport. Your current passport, so mine is still green. EU passports. Mine is still green. I want to change the color forever because it might help my life in any way. Yes. So thanks, Angle. Forget hit them up once again. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having us. Yes, and if you have sense, follow Yella as Yella Music. It is that's Y E L A M U S I C numerals eight eight. Don't follow me because I don't like anybody. I don't want to be disturbed. <laughs> and second thing, before we even end this, those of you that are like on the uh, maybe like in your twenties, that message me to ask me how far, how far it was. How far with what? You know, you're quarantining your house, asking me how far. Let's not do this. Let's wow. Call out. Call out. And before we go end this, the some of you do this thing. Bambi Allah. I know you have been listening to this. Bambi. Bambi, bam, 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 bam. The truth is, both of you are like the patrons of chaos. I'm a very peaceful person. I'm very peaceful too. Daniel, shut up. No, me, I, I, I just don't like rubbish around me. I'll just speak my mind. I don't like, like I, don't, I don't look I don't for like. trouble, willingly. Oh, Daniel, you look, eh? Daniel, you. you look, if you don't look for trouble in one day, your day is incomplete. You probably would actually have an allergic no, reaction if you do not look for trouble. No, Daniel, I don't, I don't agree to that. I'm sorry. Namdi, you know please what? corroborate my story. When we end this podcast, when I'm posting the link, I will post a link. Eh? So Daniel's latest Wahala that he has caused just today alone. So people can't understand. Bang, 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 bang. That's all we'll do. Because I can bet you... I'm going to look now, man. While we're recording this, Daniel will recording somebody. I can bet you money. Yeah. Daniel was recording somebody while we're recording this episode. I am very, very sure. So... You're insulting somebody while we're recording this episode. I'm very sure. No, I've been, I've been fully present. Okay. Yeah. Well, we end you guys on somebody. We're mentally absent. <laughs> Don't worry. We're, we're fully in support of anything you do. But just to, as we end this episode, I'd like to just say, Bambi, stop begging for money. Bye bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. 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 bye.